Welcome back to Assistive Technology and Special Education Law. This is Episode 2, an overview of what schools need to do under special education law. If this is your first time joining us, don't forget to catch up with other episodes in the series. What schools need to do to enable students with disabilities to benefit from assistive technology? Well, they need to address the cost and benefits of assistive technology. Um, And the benefits, of course, are very real. So that's very important, not just to look at it as something that is costly and expensive, as so often uh, is the case but the the real-world benefits for children with disabilities. Um, School staff need to stay up-to-date on what's available in assistive technology, and again, that can be quite difficult because um, there are very few specialists in assistive technology in schools. Most often, they are located in the intermediate units, um, which Because they're a separate agency and not part of the school district, they report to a different chain of command. There's some real obvious coordination issues that occur that can be very difficult to resolve, not through anyone's fault, but just because that's the way things are organized. Um, School staff need to acquire experience and expertise. I think it can't just be consigned to um, technical assistance and consultation staff in the intermediate units or in patent, I think that expertise really needs to be developed in-house. It's very important to make time for training. That can be very, very difficult to to coordinate and schedule. And for teachers, it is most useful to have that be on-site, in the building, in the classroom, which again can be quite difficult for some of the outside training and technical assistance people who don't work in the school district to accommodate. So those are some of the, you know, really, uh, I think, big barriers to getting adequate assistive technology in schools. And administrators really need to support the um, uh, the use of, of assistive technology in the schools. One of the problems, I think, is that um, the people in the school building who are who have their hands on the technology are not necessarily special educators and therapists. And when a student with disabilities is involved, the natural tendency of the school administration is to see that as a responsibility of special education. And when we get to some of the cases, we'll see what some of those barriers can be in in real life because the speech therapist or the special education director doesn't necessarily have the ability to get a piece of software installed on a computer in the classroom. So the principal of the building really needs to, to be behind the delivery of assistive technology in the classroom. This concludes today's episode of Assistive Technology and Special Education Law. We hope this program has been helpful to you and welcome your comments. Please join us for other episodes in the series.